Welcome to Fellowship Podcast. We're so excited you tuned in. For more information about who we are, check out our website at fbclife.org. Thanks for listening. Well, church, I am really excited to be here with you this Sunday. Before we jump into God's Word, I do have a couple of things for us. First, you know this, but God is moving in our midst. You feel that, don't you? You know, no big deal. A couple of weeks ago, we got the privilege of having women from all over our area sitting in our worship center, praising God and hearing about how much God loves them. And then for the next couple of weeks after that, we got to see a whole host of people proclaim the ways that Jesus had changed their lives in baptism. We got to see grandfathers baptizing grandsons and and fathers and mothers baptizing their kids and high school girls getting baptized by college girls that mentor them and a college guy baptizing a couple of guys that he disciples in his fraternity. God is moving in our midst and even beyond that this past weekend, no big deal. We had a whole mess of guys out at man camp spending an entire 24 hours of their weekend thinking about what it looks like to live out of biblical masculinity. In the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of the craziness that is our culture right now, God is moving in our midst. He's redeeming. He's drawing people to himself, and it's awesome to watch. Second, we uh, we have another baptism service coming up on November 8th. We'd love for you uh, to get baptized if you want to proclaim to your friends, your family, and your church the inward life change that Jesus has brought about in your heart. We'd love for you to make the most of this opportunity to get baptized. It's an opportunity for you to stand in front of people that you care about, stand in front of your church, and proclaim, hey, I'm with Jesus. That's November 8th. You can sign up at fbclife.org forward slash baptism. Last but not least, next Sunday, October 11th, we'll be starting another round of financial peace for our church. It's led by Dave Turner, and it is an unbelievable resource for you. It's an opportunity for you to begin to think about what does it look like for me to steward my resources well? What does it look like for me to be able to uh, to use what God has entrusted me for His glory? You can sign up for that at fbclife.org forward slash events. And listen, especially if you're a young adult, I want you to, to, to challenge you to consider making mo- the most of that opportunity. And, and above all of that, you get to hang out with Dave Turner for multiple weeks in a row, which is awesome as well. Hey, we are right in the middle of a series that we've called With. Here's the idea. What our culture needs more than anything else is not Christians who are weird because of how strange they are. So we can just put away our bumper stickers. What our culture needs more than anything else is not Christians who are weird because of how not strange they are. They look the same as everybody else. What our culture needs is Christians who are different because they are living life with their Savior. What our culture needs is Christians who are different because they've clearly been with their Savior that day. Like they go to the same job as everybody else, but they approach their work differently because they've been with Jesus. They, they are walking through the same uh, pandemic as everybody else, but they approach the virus differently because they've been with Jesus that day. They're hearing about the same political things that everybody else in our culture is hearing about right now, but they approach politics differently because they've been with their Savior that day. So we're spending an entire six weeks, eight weeks, talking about what it looks like to live day by day with our Savior. 
What does it look like to spend time day by day with Jesus? And over the last several weeks, we've been looking at pathways that are means that Christians have used for all of our 2,000-year history to draw close in relationship with our Savior. So when the news came down later this week about uh, our staff members who had tested positive for COVID, we pretty quickly had an elders meeting and then a staff meeting, and we had to decide what we wanted to do with this time, this Sunday morning. And we thought about doing our, our normal virtual services from way back when with the worship and a, and a sermon that I'd already prepared for Sunday. But we, I thought rather than doing that, what if we don't just talk about what it looks like to spend time with our Savior in the Word and in prayer? What if we actually did it together? So that's what we're going to do this morning. We're going to open up God's Word, and I'm going to show you what it looks like for me to spend time with the Lord. I'm going to ask you to invite you to join me in that. And then I'm going to challenge you to take the model that, that I use, if you don't have a model, and to employ it in your life, just day by day, spending time with your Savior in His Word through the four R's. So let me pray for us just one more time, and then we're going to jump into God's Word. Let me pray. Jesus, we love you. Uh, and God, we do ask that you would shape and form us in your word. God, as we spend time with you, you'd speak to us. God, as you meet with us, and that your name would be lifted up in this time. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. I, I still remember it. I, I had just joined Fellowship Bible Church. This may have been uh, 2011, 2012, somewhere in that range. And I met a guy who used to be on staff at our church named Ian Kaiser. And he had a friend named Larry Gates. Many of you know Larry. And Ian asked me pretty quickly to join him in a discipleship group that he called the Foxhole. And they handed me this booklet that revolutionized my walk with the Lord. The, you can still find the booklets. They're called the High Quest material. And what revolutionized my walk with the Lord about this particular booklet wasn't necessarily the content, although the content was good. It was the model. They, they broke down your quiet time into some clear and, for me, very reproducible ways, things to do as I spend time with Jesus day in and day out. It broke my time with the Lord down into four R's. So every day as I'm spending time in God's Word, I'll do four R's. I will read a passage of Scripture. Usually for me, it's a chapter or a couple of chapters in God's Word. And then I'll record, I'll write down the one or two verses word for word that most stand out to me. I'll reflect, I'll spend time thinking about what, what the Lord has been doing in my heart in those verses. I'll make observations about the text, both those verses and the rest of the chapter, and then I'll respond. I'll, I'll write a prayer of, of application. God, here's one way that I want my life to be different in light of what I just read today. So we're going to do those four R's together. So with your Bibles out, I'd love for you to take some time right now to open up to Psalm 103, Psalm 103, and then we'll jump back together in a second and I'll tell you what to do next. Psalm 103, go ahead and read it. All right, you've now read Psalm 103, that's the first R. The second R is to record. So I'd love for you to take the piece of paper that you got earlier uh, this morning, pull it out, and I'd love for you to write down word for word the verse or verses that most stand out to you in this passage. There's something good about taking a pen and writing word for word what God has, has caused to stand out in your heart as you've read his word. So go ahead and write down word for word the verses that most stand out to you in, your, in this particular psalm. 
Now, I don't know what verses you wrote down, but the verses that I love in this passage, maybe more than any other, are verses 11 and 12. They go like this. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his, God's steadfast love towards those who fear him. And here's the verse that always just, just grabs my heart. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. I wonder what verses you wrote down. Now, I want you to take a few minutes. This is usually the, the, the longest portion of my time with the Lord. I'd love for you to take several minutes, and I'd love for you to write down some observations. What are three or four things from Psalm 103, and especially from the verses that you just wrote down, uh, that, that most stand out to you? What are some observations that you would make? These observations could include, hey, this is cool, or hey, I don't understand this. Or, hey, I didn't see this connection before, but here's a connection. Or here's how these verses relate to each other. Here's how this points me to the bigger picture of what God is doing throughout history and throughout his word. So go ahead and take a few minutes right now and write down three, four, five, six, even ten if you want to, observations from Psalm 103. We're going to give you a few minutes to do this. Go ahead and take some time to do that. Now, I wonder what some of your observations in Psalm 103 were. Here's some of mine. Man, God's grace is portrayed in an over-the-top way in this psalm. Isn't it cool? And he forgives us of all of our iniquities. He heals all our diseases. He redeems our life from the pit. He crowns us with steadfast love and mercy, satisfies us so that our youth is renewed like a, like the eagle. You can see the psalmist is just like stretching the bounds of human language to try and communicate how good the goodness of God's grace is for us. And then, you know, verse 12 always stands out to me because I'm constantly reminding myself of how shameful my sin is. But then verse 12 would suggest that God has already removed all of my transgressions from, from me as far as the east is from the west. How far is the east from the west? It's infinitely far. And God's removed my sins from me infinitely far. Uh, and then the, the very end, uh, 20, to 20, 20 to 22, one of the things that stood out to me this time, this isn't regularly when I read Psalm 103, but it stood out to me this time, is that when you come face to face with God's grace, you can't help but worship can't help but raise your hands and praise the God who offered authored the grace that he's extended to us. All right, now we've read, we've recorded, we've reflected, now we get to respond. So what I'd love for you to do is write down one or two ways, just one or two ways that your life is going to be different today in light of what you've just read. In fact, I would love for you to write it down in the form of a prayer. Something like, God, I'm going to live my life freshly aware of your grace today. Something like that. I'd love for you to write down a prayer that captures one or two ways that your life is going to be different in light of what you've just read in his word. All right, you've just had a quiet time. You've just spent time with God in his word. Now, one of the things that captures my heart, to be perfectly honest, is how might my life look different? Like, how might my life look different? If I did that more days than I didn't, like for the next however many decades that God would happen to give me in my life, that, that I would do that more times than I wouldn't. Uh, I would challenge you even this week to take some different passages of scripture and to read through those and do a read, record, reflect, respond like that.
Church, thank you so much for joining us in this time. In a second, I, I want to pray for us. But before I do, I do want to say, Church, you've been unbelievably generous in this season of time. Thank you. Your generosity gives us the ability to reach out to people and to, uh, to bring the goodness of God's love to them in fresh ways. You can continue to give today. You can give online at fbclife.org forward slash give. You can also text to give. We have that option available for you. Or you can obviously, when we get back together next week, uh, drop your physical offering in one of the offering boxes as well. Church, we follow a God who is not far. He's drawn near. He wants to speak to us in his word. And my prayer for you this week is that as you spend time with him in his word like this, he would speak to you. And then tomorrow he'd speak to you again. And the day after that, he'd speak to you again. And the day after that, he'd speak to you again. And then we'll see you next week as we continue our With series. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information about fellowship or how to get connected, visit our website at fbclife.org. And follow us on social media, 417 Fellowship. 417 Fellowship.